And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. This is what it would look like if an Australian person was ordering Starbucks and then they ran out of cold brew. Hey, welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you today? Oh, uh, yeah. Could I get a cold brew? Um, we're actually out of cold brew today. I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, February 17th. We're back here in the Classic Factory. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Mm, you are still electric, my man. I can <laughs> feel it in your voice. <laughs> we got our top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Finally, making the magic happen. Super producer, JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second to like the video. Make sure you've subscribed to the No Dunks YouTube feed. We are, what'd you say, Lee, right before we went live on the air? You said 82 people 82. away from 50,000 yeah. subs. It's live right now, so if we get an extra sub, I will see it and I'll count them down. Okay. We're getting 50,000 <laughs> for it. the... Whoa, you, oh, whoa, whoa no. my goodness. Oh, We're getting 50,000, so the more we get, we can pay our electricity bills and we can keep the show. Well, <laughs> I hope we have a warranty on this light yeah. because it's really acting up here. We've yeah. only had it tasked for like five or six weeks. <laughs> what the hell? It's um, probably covered. Yeah. Comment away in the stream team right now or after the show and uh, email in your NBA questions to nodunks at theathletic.com. Get yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks so they know what we sent you. And in case you missed it, you said I'm still electric. Yeah. Got some energy coursing yeah, through my exactly. body still. Uh, we put together a little highlight video of me wearing a dog shock collar on yesterday's show as part of my pick and payoff from uh, last year. I still owe another one. So go check that out. It's uh, JD. JD took it to the next level because he added sound effects. <laughs> and it's pretty, pretty funny. Uh, later today, if you're a Top Shot hot boy or girl, join Trey and I at around 2.45, 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing the official Top Shot uh, Q stream for their pack drop today. So join us. We do a bunch of giveaways on those shows. So a lot of fun. We'll tweet that out later. And this Saturday night. Couple more reminders as we get closer to All Star Saturday night. We're doing a live watch party from this very desk. There's no way that light's going to be able to, <laughs> to stay on for three, four hours. But uh, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube and join us Saturday night as we watch all the festivities. 78. To go. Yeah. Wow, we <laughs> might do it this show. Yeah. We might do it this show. That'd be great. Uh, okay, so here's the plan on today's show 11 games on last night. Let's touch on every single one of them. And I've broken them up into the Eastern Conference sort of wins and the Western Conference wins. Let's start in the East because, Trey, I think we absolutely have to start with DeMar DeRozan breaking Wilt's record as the Bulls beat the Kings 125-118, my man. We absolutely do, Skeets. What a Wednesday for the Chicago Bulls. In the morning, Zach Levine tweeted a picture of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> what did it mean? <laughs> we didn't know. Right. He was blessing up. You know, was it, was it good news for Zach Levine? Mm. 
did he just get around to watching the Super Bowl? <laughs> it was impossible to figure out until we found out that he had a visit with a knee specialist and it actually went well. Got a second opinion and it turned out to be good news. He's cleared to play after the All-Star break, though also kind of during the All-Star break. Yep. Might still get in. Yeah. I don't know. Shoot some threes. Get in that three-point contest. Yeah. Maybe make one appearance. Throw down a gentle dunk and land on your good knee. <laughs> and then just go back and sit on the bench. Sure. Get ready for the second half of the season. Also, Alex Caruso cleared for dribbling and shooting in the next seven to ten days. So that's some great news for the Bulls. That's in the morning. In the afternoon, there was a GQ feature by Tyler Tynes on DeMar DeRozan. And if I were in Chicago, I would have ordered... An Italian beef. That's how I would have spent my afternoon. Not not that big of news, to be quite honest. <laughs> oh, okay. But at nighttime, DeMar DeRozan did it again. 38 points to give the Bulls 38 wins and head into the All-Star break in first place when I'm going to be, you guessed it, 38 years old. Oh, Shout out to wow. Sam Yanono for that one. What's it mean? It means the Bulls are back. And it means DeRozan broke Wilt Chamberlain's record. <laughs> I love a cherry-picked stat. Oh, yeah. But it ain't a record unless you can just look it up. You can yeah. go to Basketball Reference and look at the career leaders, see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the all-time leading scorer. That, my friends, is a record. This is a hilarious record. And it's honestly just a hot streak. 38 points for DeRozan last night. 16 of 27 shooting. That's seven straight games with 35 or more points on 50% or more shooting. He's shooting the lights out. We're shooting the lights <laughs> out in here. The Kings were doubling him on inbounds passes in the last minute and a half of this game just so he didn't get to 40 points. And honestly, the Bulls needed all of his shot making once again in the fourth quarter because the Kings did keep scrapping into the buzzer yeah. trying to make it into this play-in tournament. DeRozan in the fourth quarter, 12 points and three assists. I think that's an underrated part of this streak that DeRozan's been on. He's still like six assists per game, mm -hmm. so he's making the right plays uh, when it comes down to scoring or choosing to be a playmaker. Kobe White also scored 13 points in the fourth quarter. He finished with 31 on the night. He's been really solid the past couple of weeks. Five straight wins for Chicago, and they need it because the schedule, like we've mentioned before, really hard after the All-Star game. But this is the perfect way to end the first part of the season. I saw five winnable games on the schedule. I said four and one. That's the goal. Three and two, acceptable. Somehow they went five and zero, oh, and it's mm. all because DeRozan just on fire right now. Oh, it's it's wild. You say it's a cherry picking stat. It sort of is, but when you break any record that was held by Wilt Chamberlain, or I would add Michael Jordan to the list, like. Those two are fair to celebrate, I yeah. think, and to make the thumbnail and put in the headline <laughs> and leave the show. And I'm dead yeah. serious because it does illustrate just how fire this guy is on right now. Yeah, and when you consider the shots that Wilt would have taken to get that record versus what DeMar's <laughs> taken, I mean, it definitely stands out. Mm -hmm. But DeMar DeRozan is having his career best year. I mean, that's not a surprise. He's had some really good, consistent scoring years, you know, from the Raptors. And For sure. Even in San Antonio, he was a good scorer, but there's no way it sort of stood out like it is right now where it's like it's him and Chris Paul, Tyler Tyne said he's the best finisher in the game. I would probably argue and say it's Chris Paul. Who cares? They're both awesome. And they're both on Team LeBron too, by the way, for the All-Star game. So if that gets tight, that's going to be interesting <laughs> to see who gets the ball. But seeing a guy just perfect his craft like this is, uh, is really good. Because DeRozan in those early Raptor days... It was like, maybe he could get an all-star game, but you didn't quite know what the ceiling is with him. Right now, it's like, when the game's on the line, I will take my team to the end and I'll win the game for them. And I'll get to my spot. doesn't matter who's defending me. I will make the right shot and I will make the right play. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, for the season, he's at 52% field goal percentage on 20 field goal attempts a, t a game. So, you know, he's shooting the three okay. I mean, that's not part of his game. But when DeRozan feels like I need to go and get a bucket, he's got multiple spots 
within that three-point line. He can go down to the baseline. He's got the little mid-ranger at the free-throw line. He's got the other side. He can do the little sidestep uh, uh, mid-ranger there as well. So he's got everything. His bag is deep. Oh, there it is. Seven straight 35-point games on 50% or better. It's not a record. It's not in any book. It's not in a record book. But it's a noteworthy stat. So it's noteworthy. And it, it should be noted for sure. Because the defense knows exactly what's coming. Uh, uh, it's come uh, a pump and another pump and uh, a third pump may come. That's the stat I want to know. How many pumps does he pump <laughs> oh, over these seven games? Who leads the league in all-time pump fakes? <laughs> yeah, and then and then you got to break it down by pump fakes that lead to made baskets oh, yeah, right, or pump right. fakes that lead to missed baskets. Uh, I think Demar would be. I mean, this this would be the career for pump fakes made. Uh, I, I would assume career year for that. Uh, and it is going to be Zach Levine and Demar Derozan together this weekend uh, because apparently Zach interrupted DeMar DeRozan's postgame press conference to say, see in Cleveland MVP. He's calling him MVP. Mm. They're on the same flight to All-Star Weekend, according to Casey Johnson. So they'll be there. Yeah, Zach's got a three-point contest to win. He wants to be the guy. The only guy in NBA history. That'll be a record book. That'll be in the record book if he wins a three-point contest because he's won the dunk contest. The only guy to do both, to win both of those if that happens. And then uh, a weird thing after the game, uh, this is this is an, a different game here, but Rick Carlisle, head coach of the Indiana Pacers, <laughs> yeah. had his postgame press conference and said Tristan Thompson, who joined our team at the trade deadline, is going to be bought out and is joining the Chicago <laughs> yeah, Bulls. He had a good game last night, too, for the, for the Pacers. <laughs> yeah, so Tristan Thompson's going to be a Bull. Kind of cool that the Bulls are going for it. I know we, Tristan Thompson is not a uh, a game changer by any means, but to be your backup center, to be a veteran guy, to be uh, in his early 30s a champ, and to be a guy who can just fill in the gaps there, it's a decent pickup over Tody Bradley, I suppose, uh, for the for the Bulls to have as a backup. What do, what do you think of the Tristan Thompson uh, move here? They've needed a backup big for quite some time, so bringing in Tristan Thompson for, as a buyout guy, sure, seems to be one of the better gettable guys out there. I kind of thought it would be Robin Lopez. I don't know who you're taking between Tristan Thompson and Robin Lopez at this point, so sure, that's fine. The question now will be if they're going to release uh, McKinney or Matt Thomas. Everybody right. wants them to release Matt Thomas, yeah. but there's like nobody on the Bulls that can shoot threes. Yeah. So yeah. I would kind of keep him around, even though he doesn't want to shoot threes. Mm. Like he's out there to shoot threes, he just passes them up and takes a twenty footer. Well, I don't have the stat, unfortunately, for you, Tass, of pump fakes scored per possession, mm. but I do have points scored per possession. This is from Synergy. So a quick trivia question for you guys: mm. Who leads the league this year, basically in scoring efficiency? Is what we're getting down to it. Uh, there are six guys that have. 1.10 points scored per possession, which is really, really good. Can you name them? Well, DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan yeah. is currently fourth mm, okay. um, right now. He's tied off. Well, he's actually, he's, he's really third tied with two other guys, but he's on the top six. Yep. Giannis. Correct. He's on the list. Tied with DeRozan. Joel Embiid? No. Hmm. Jokic. He leads. Hmm. 1.12. Wow. Here we go. There's another big guy you haven't named, but it's not Embiid. Uh. Scoring his forte. LeBron. <laughs> no, no. LeBron's not there. Yeah, too many. Scoring is his yeah. fourth. He's an all-star. He's a, you know, he's a near seven-footer. Rudy? No, no, no. <laughs> Although, uh, I guess you know, percentage wise, yeah. yeah, true. No, I, you got to, this guy's a big guy that can shoot. Some think he's the greatest seven-footer. Oh, Carl. Carl. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Carl Anthony Towns. And then two more. I'll give you one because he's injured. Durant is on the list. Mm-hmm. At, this is the interesting one, though. Just got traded. Uh, DeMontis, a bonus? No. Uh, Halliburton? Guard. Shooting guard. Buddy? No. 
No. Uh, never been an all-star. Never been white. No. Borderline all-star player. Playing really well for his new CJ team. CJ McCollum. There it is. Ah, yeah. nice. so, so Jokic, Durant, CJ, DeRozan, Giannis, and Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. And then it goes LeBron, Embiid, Zach Levine, and Anthony Davis. So you guys uh, mentioned a couple other ones. There. Right. So there you go. Yeah. But hopefully we'll get you the pump fake uh, yeah, I hope so. per possession. <laughs> I'll get you that. Uh, any other thoughts on the uh, DeMar DeRozan run here and the Bulls? And Just uh, Kobe White is playing exceptionally yeah. well. I know we've talked about him uh, over the last couple of weeks. He has slotted in there perfectly, getting more opportunity, more minutes, more shots. And what, he had another, what, 31 or something like that last night? So yeah. not bad for Kobe. Okay, let's go to Cam Thomas. Leading the Nets back from 28 down, Tass. <laughs> To stun the Knicks, 111-106. I'm sure you saw the Stephen A. Smith clip going around this morning. The Knicks are trash! <laughs> and he's done with them. And he's over it. But uh, a wild game here with the uh, the comeback from Cam Thomas. I didn't see the Stephen A. Smith clip. That's pretty funny. Okay. I mean, it's exactly what you would imagine. <laughs> it's going down in history. This is going to be one good. that people are going to come back to as like yeah. one of his all-time great rants. Yeah. Right it's, after the game. Yeah. It's a good audio bite. It's a good sound bite. Yeah, it is. The Knicks are trash. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. You go back to They're that. A national disgrace. Tracy Morgan, don't go to the games. Yeah. We need to boycott. It's like three minutes of straight fire, <laughs> Yeah, to yeah. be quite honest. So it's so it. good. So is it better than Lay Off the Weed? No, that's still, to me, my favorite. It's gonna, I think it's going to be up there and the Lamar Odom uh, line that he had uh, that's very famous as well. I think it's going to be on the Mount Rushmore of Stephen A. Smith mm. rants. Well, you know, we do this show at 10 a.m. Eastern. I'm not a Stephen A. Smith 8 a.m. guy. I need, <laughs> I need a nooner. So as soon as this show is over, I'm, I'm looking okay. for some Stephen A. Smith. Yep. But I understand. Uh, I thought this game was one you could turn off, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I'm, I guess I'm dumb because they gave up their third 20-point lead in 11 days. That's hard to do. That's uh, incredible. It, it is incredible against a yeah Durantless, Simmonsless, Irvingless team. Yep. The Knicks were up 28. I thought it was done. Um, and uh, yes, here come the Brooklyn Nets, led by Cam Thomas, who was their guy. KD tweeted after the game, "Way to lead us out there, number eight, I think is what he said. Uh, let me let me double check that. Way to way to lead us out there." Whatever he said. Anyways, uh, Cam Thomas hit the dagger there at the end of the game. But when you were watching the end of the game, it was a bit of a two-man Cam Thomas and LaMarcus Aldridge game with Seth Curry playing off the ball. And that could happen mere weeks from now with Kevin Durant being in the place of Cam Thomas and a big like LaMarcus Aldridge uh, who replaced Andre Drummond who had a big 19-point game. And then Seth Curry, again, the fifth best three-point shooter in terms of percentage in NBA history off the ball. So Seth had a 20-point game along with Cam Thomas's 21 off the bench. And LaMarcus Aldridge, the guy's money in the bank for mid-range. You're talking uh, efficiency for the mid-range. They've got two of them. They've got the, they were the top two uh, in the NBA in terms of percentage from the mid-range, Seth Curry and LaMarcus Aldridge. So this team has been built very, very well. Now onto that other side. This Knicks team, what happens with Tom Thibodeau teams is that they tend to peak after a year, two, three max, uh, and then they tend to fall off um, because of the lack of creativity offensively, and it just seems like this ceiling, which usually lasts a couple years with teams, was just one. Uh, I don't know if it's returning here uh, because it's really just reliant upon Julius Randle making jump shots, and that ain't going to happen. And it's it's a frustrating thing to watch because it's old guys who we know what their ceiling is. I mean, really, we're watching Kemba Walker. 
we're watching Evan Fournier and we're watching Taj Gibson play a ton of minutes here while the young guys are on the bench. Taj Gibson, 25 minutes, played more minutes combined than Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, and Deuce McBride combined. Uh, So those three guys played 24 minutes, Obi, Cam, and Deuce. While Taj is playing a ton, uh, that's not going to work um, when they're not listening to the coach. There's no real creativity offensively. We are just watching Kemba dribble, Taj dribble, and then Julius, who I'm not sure exactly what happened. I, I did say in the offseason, maybe New York had got to him uh, after that, that playoff run. Maybe that was just a one-year peak of Julius Randle where he was an all-NBA player and he's come back to earth. But uh, the only way this team could find a lower rock bottom is if, I guess, if The Rock did intros. I mean, mm. talking about Super Bowl. <laughs> if The Rock did intros and gave somebody a rock bottom pregame, I mean, that's the only That'd way this thing bottom. could get worse uh, <laughs> because their crunch time offense is, is very bad. Uh, what do you think about your Knicks? Uh, same sort of thing we've seen over these last couple of weeks where they're in a position where they can win if they can just get a couple of decent looks on the offensive end, but they can't. It's either Randall just like, all right, dribble, dribble, I'm going for a deep fadeaway, or it's just like someone else is just going to... They, they try to get Fournier shots because he is a good shooter of the ball, but they can't really do it. And then on the other end, they just look so panicked defensively. Cam Thomas only hit one three last night, by the way, but it was that bomb. Yeah. Before that, he hit two of those sort of steep step back twos, and you could just feel he was like, I'm feeling confident right now. Not much you can do about that when he just sort of steps into the three there, but prior to that, there was a hustle play, the ball's going out of bounds, and the net saved it and kept possession of the ball. Just that like work rate right there. And then the Knicks on the other end, it just looks like they are so tense offensively when they are desperate for a basket. They're missing their best player. Yeah, that's fair. Which is oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 Randall. that's true. Randall had a good Rose? game, yeah, too, yeah, by yeah. the way. Well, I mean, oh, Rose, Rose, they're missing Rose, <laughs> yeah, which Rose. is, which again, Rose at 33, they shouldn't be missing him as much no, as they are. Um, but they are, and Tibbs, I mean, they're now nine games below 500. Will he even survive into next season? I'm not sure. It's not a greatly constructed roster. That's We always have to look at that first, but also the Knicks just don't have anywhere near the uh, level of sort of intensity that they had last year. Maybe that's a reflection of Tibbs. Certainly his uh, reputation carries that. And uh, yeah, the, the season's almost done here for the Knicks. Mm. Anything to add to this battle here between the Nets and Knicks? I know Kevin Durant was loving it on the yeah. sidelines, especially Cam Thomas, a guy he basically drafted <laughs> for Brooklyn, uh, helping lead the comeback and he had some uh, fire tweets saying, uh, "Ooh, it was uh, you know pretty loud. The Nets fans were pretty loud in the bar. Yeah, I mean the Garden, which yeah. it was a great, a great crowd atmosphere, <laughs> sort of back and back. But uh, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, Kevin Durant should have went over and shook Tom Thibodeau's hand for that huge Cam Thomas performance. Honestly, insane stuff to keep going with the same defense and just seeing him at pull up jumper after pull up yeah. jumper after pull up jumper." I mean, shout out to Quentin Grimes. He actually got some playing time last night, 32 minutes, and he got his ass cooked by Cam Thomas the entirety of the fourth quarter because they were playing drop coverage the whole time. It was just like lining it up for Cam Thomas. Hey, man, take the jumper you want to take every single time down the court. Deuce McBride, he got sent to the G League. He's probably their best ball-distributing point guard, so... It all comes down to, is Julius Randle going to be able to make shots? He made shots for all of the regular season last year. And we all said, what happens if this guy stops making shots? He stopped making shots in the playoffs and hasn't gotten it back this season. So the team is bad. And Thibs, maybe he sticks around for the rest of the season. Because like Stephen A. Smith said, 
We haven't seen Leon Rose. We see inmates more than we see Leon Rose. Uh, so, so maybe Thibs gets to stick around, but he is not going to last in New York past this season, I would imagine. Because uh, I don't know if you guys watched uh, Worldwide Wob. He did his Knicks reaction shirtless. Oh, wow. <laughs> and like you mentioned, the Knicks have blown three 20-point leads yeah. in their past seven games. He said not only do the Knicks... Uh, find new ways to lose they invent new right. ways to lose and that every loss is somehow the worst loss of the season they yeah. get worse and worse yeah. every single time like i mean i don't mind blowing a 28 point lead in the first half it honestly happens more than you would yeah. think an 18 point lead in the fourth quarter that's, that's even tough. worse that's tough yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. honestly just go watch the Stephen a smith <laughs> it's, it was worth it seeing the knicks get destroyed like this was worth it to see a Stephen a smith rant like that <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with that. And the only thing I also I'll add to this from the net side of things is, and I think I said it the other day, one thing I hope Steve Nash has figured out is that Bruce Brown needs to play. He just has to. He's an energy guy. You talk about that offensive rebound yeah. late. It was all because of him just out hustling, you know, Randalls and the Mitchell Robinsons of the world and just having a nose for the ball. And he's not going to fill up the box score. And it doesn't matter because he's a great perfect complimentary player around star players and you didn't have a lot of those last night he just has to play he's got to get 20 minutes a game and, mm -hmm. I, and I think Nash is uh, smart enough to see that as well um, and you know he was he was really solid and he just knows his role and just just uh, again that energy is contagious I think it, it spreads to some of your superstars a little mm. bit more yeah and maybe he wasn't his uh, energetic self this season because the Nets locker room wasn't all that great yeah, I mean, yeah. because he said as soon as the trade happened uh, we like each other now that's a that's a quote from a basketball player after a trade, right. and and it's it's not just Bruce Brown; it's this entire team. Maybe they have found a supporting cast here. Drummond, nineteen boards as the starter coming over in that trade. Seth Curry oh, taking yeah. the place of Joe Six Harris yep. uh, because Joe Harris has been injured all season. Money from the outside as a an off ball contributor. He was a little bit more on the ball with the Sixers, and he got better at that. That's for sure. But now everybody else is going to take the limelight. Even Cam Thomas, uh, who is number 24, I, I figured this out. Cam, Kevin Durant said, way to lead us, number 24. Or he just called him 24. I wish. Why did you think it was eight, out of curiosity? I'm not sure. Is Cam Thomas Hattie? feels like an eight. No. I don't know. Cam <laughs> Thomas feels like, I wish guys wore the number that they were drafted. Because it, that was pretty <laughs> close to what he was drafted. He was drafted 27th. He's a rook. Why not just wear 27? I mean, you can choose what you want, but wear your draft. Right? <laughs> well, uh, let's keep going here. I just, oh, I just, yeah, oh, I just on. want a real quick one. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I tweeted out the Cam Thomas dagger bomb, and Alex yeah. Durham retweeted and said, Mike Breen had a puts it in instead of a bang. Injustice. I think he's right, too. That mm. deserved a bang. Oh, well, Breen's in a tough spot, though. He's like the Knicks play-by-play -play guy. But he's, he's the on national the guy. I know. He can't be a homer in that situation. <laughs> that wasn't a game-winning shot. They're up three. That put him up six. You wanted a bang? bang. I mean, in the garden. <laughs> I mean, come on. It puts it in. That's a banger. Oh, if he just bangs everything, then it becomes nah, a little less I'm not saying it was worthy meaningful. of a bang. I think that's a banger. That's a banger. That's a banger. I mean, come on. Not a bang, bang, bang. I'm not saying bang, bang. No, I'm just no, saying just bang. bang. Give me a bang. <laughs> the Pistons reject the Celtics' nine-game winning streak. Detroit with the win. Lee, what are your notes? The double rejection that was at awesome. the end. That was awesome. Who do you think got credited with it? I, I think Cade. Who do you think? Am I wrong? Uh, I think Cade. Uh, Isaiah Stewart. Isaiah Stewart in the box score gets oh, it. Oh, because I thought Cade gets it first. His hands are first. Cade yeah. definitely gets yeah. it. And then, and then Stewart like 
whacks yeah. it like that. That but could have been a bang bang. <laughs> but this is a funny game because that basically saved, preserved the victory yeah. for the Pistons in Boston. When I was watching this game, we came home from basketball last night and you're sort of looking around at the scores and I saw, oh, wow, the Pistons are beating themselves. Maybe Jalen Brown isn't playing. Maybe Tatum's not playing. Marcus Smart wasn't playing because right. he was injured, but everyone else was playing. But I think the Celtics, who had won nine in a row, just came off a massive win against Philadelphia, saw the Pistons coming to town and it was the all-star weekends on the horizon. They're like, yeah, we'll be good. Yeah, we'll have to play six good minutes. Yeah, yeah. It happens. Uh, yeah, it happens. But not the case. The Pistons actually went out and played really, really well and got a huge road victory here in Boston. Boston and uh, Kate Cunningham didn't shoot the ball all that well in terms of his percentages, but yeah, he is really something. He, he is, love him. Yeah, he is going to be special. Fan. I've made the the Lillard comparison before because of that sort of that stoicness in the way that he plays and the way that he can sort of get to his spot and shoot. And I really love that about him. But uh, the Pistons, not bad. Sadiq Bay last night, twenty points, hit five threes. Mm-hmm. They played a good game for a team that's got really nothing to play for. They're trying to get to the bottom to get a high draft pick. They go in there and uh, accidentally get a win over a, the maybe, well, not the hottest team, but one of the uh, hotter teams in the league right now. So good job, Pistons. Isn't it funny, Jeremy Grant, he was so likely to be traded mm-hmm. and there wasn't even really a close deal out there, was there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was like the hot name going around the market yeah. a couple of weeks ago and I was like, eh, he's maybe not that good. I mean, he's fine, but he's not like... He hit the game-winning shot. Yeah, but Could have gave him a bang yesterday. <laughs> Took it no, right out of Tatum. It wasn't Mike Breen. It wasn't Mike Breen. Yeah. Only Breen he can Copy. bang. Copy him. Uh, Tatum had a look at this, too. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, it's a, I mean, fine it's a fine look. look. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of separation. Yep. That was after, correct me oh. if I'm wrong, Derek White with a beautiful steal on the inbound. Yes. Bad pass from Corey. Mm. I'll even say was bad. Was I was going to say, Cade yeah. sort of stopped. Uh, that's the last thing you want to do in a tight inbounds. Like, you make your cut, and then you give up halfway through, and it's like, ah, Corey's already passing the ball. But uh, it was a nice steal from Derek White because he he left his guy in the backcourt, and uh, I guess it was sort of Kate had no idea that he was there. That was a a great play, a very Marcus Smart-like play. But, uh, yeah, it's a nice... Nice quality win here from Detroit, uh, surprising yeah, the Beantown nice. boys. It's nice to see Corey Joseph really pissed when that ball was stolen. Like, they really cared down to the yeah. end here. Uh, but, yeah, the Pistons held on to every one of their vets, including Corey Joseph, uh, Kelly Olenek, and obviously Jeremy Grant. Those guys, could there be a buyout coming? Uh, you know, somebody could pick up a, a Corey Joseph. Uh, that would, But maybe they just want these vets around these youngins going into next season. Gary Trent Jr. drops 30. As the Raptors defeat the Wolves ahead of the All-Star break, Tess. Well, before the game, very, very funny. Oh, Patrick awesome. Beverly uh, got a technical foul pre-game. Pre-game. <laughs> as they line up, uh, he's foot battling with Gary Trent <laughs> Jr. It was amazing. You gotta have your foot on your side of the midcourt line, Gary. Uh, so Patrick... Come on, Gary. They're just kicking each other, and Patrick Beverly gets a uh, pre-game tech. And our friend Rob Lopez said, is that a record? Like, does somebody else have a pregame tech in the history of the NBA? Because if that is a mark for Patrick Beverly to hold for the rest of NBA eternity, (laughs) not bad. That is a a very good one. So the Wolves couldn't hit shots in this game. Two games in a row, 24% from three. My man Anthony Edwards, uh, 0 for on this night. 0 for 8. Night before... He left the game with an injury. He needs the uh, the break here. Surprised he played. Yeah, I, mean, I am a little surprised yeah. he played as well. Is he at the uh, Rising Stars Challenge? Yeah. I assume he yep. is. Yep. Um, I wonder if he does go. Anyways, uh, this was a very tough-minded victory for the Raptors without Fred Van Vliet. 
didn't need him because of Pascal Siakam. He was creating. I think we overlook a lot of the times just how much of a fulcrum he is from the elbow. Nine assists in this game to go along with 17 points and nine rebounds. Six turnovers. Who cares? Uh, But he just needed one guy to be banging home shots. And the aforementioned banger was Gary (laughs) Trent Jr. dropping 30. And Gary Trent's dad, Gary Trent Sr., looking fresh on the sideline. We've got it here if you're on YouTube. The Mink. (laughs) I suppose he lives in Minnesota. This was his last NBA team. Uh, He was uh, a blazer, a raptor, but... He's wearing uh, the the mink. Keep him warm there, obviously. Yep. Yeah. Uh, looking great. And uh, Gary Trent Jr. was asked about his dad's look on the TSN broadcast after the game, and he explained it to a T. Listen. Uh, he most definitely got an A+. Plus. You know, he got the mink on with the Versace belt. He got the wildlife with the gators on his feet. Y'all zoom in on him. Y'all can see him. He got the GT bracelet with the little ice on him. Little brothers in the mink, so everybody kind of doing their thing. Yeah. There's a lot. There was a lot there. I know what you're thinking. Did I accidentally, when listening to the podcast, hit two times speed on that? Yeah. No, you didn't. That's how fast he was talking about he his was, dad's he wardrobe. Was flying. Yeah. I, think, I think he's just a fast talker. I mean, uh, wow. He must. Mu- yeah, he must speed up podcasts when he listens <laughs> to so. podcasts. Uh, but yeah, the Versace belt, the Gators. Uh, uh, Did he say wildlife on his feet? Yeah, he's got yeah. the gators. Is that what he That's said? Awesome. Wildlife? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I thought that was a brand, but all right. All right, that makes sense. Something about a bracelet. And then something about another, I think, I'm not sure which relative it is, but another, yeah, another, kids yeah, there, yeah. another kid wearing a yeah. mink there as well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Great fit. Uh, but Timberwolves mask, though, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely obviously lives in the Twin Cities. Mm. Um, <laughs> and he's sitting the right by the Raptors, the Raptors bench, Raptors, though. though. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Hook him up. Yeah. But, yeah, he's he's been at Raptor games as well, sporting uh, his son, who's balling this season. So, yeah, this, this was a this was a gutty win and not a beautiful win for the Wolves, right. who just couldn't hit for shots. But, uh, yeah, for, yeah, the Wolves just needed to uh, need to go home, uh, just take the – Take the break here and get their shots back. You, uh, I think you sort of glossed over one of my favorite parts of the Beverly Gary Trent uh, jostling there, which went for like a minute before they would jump the ball. Beverly pissed off Gary Trent Jr. He scored 13 points in the like, first five minutes of the mm. game. Mm. Uh, so a classic Beverly, like trying to get under somebody's skin and it backfiring <laughs> and blowing up in his face. Come Gary on, he did have 10 points and more turnovers yeah. than assists. So. <laughs> really showed up. So, really very, showed very up. Weird. Got the tech though. Yeah, he got the tech and. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! A hilarious moment if you haven't seen it. You gotta check yeah. It out. yeah. Anything to add to uh, to the game? I thought Thaddeus Young was uh, pretty decent for the Raptors. Very good. In um, I mean, for a pickup for nothing really, because Dragic wasn't there. They got the veteran. They just need that presence, that depth, and uh, he showed he's ready to play and slot in pretty easily. Yeah, and slot in. He finds space. <clears> he <throat> makes reads. He had ten points, five boards, a steal, and a block in mm-hmm. you know, twenty minutes off the bench. There, he was. I thought he for was a great. team that hasn't really utilized its bench, bench all that much, if you can get that sort of production out of him in twenty plus minutes, phew, that's huge for the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, also, just a weird stat with the Wolves, despite the loss, their second best record at the fifty nine game mark as we hit the All Star break here. They're thirty one and twenty eight. Their second best record in the last eighteen years. Hmm. A couple that's, games over 500. That's, that's a record. That's a record. I that's think just, that goes Must have been record, that first Tibbs year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. probably was. That's always the best Tibbs year. Uh, sure. Okay, a couple more uh, Eastern Conference wins. Just quickly here. Trey. Trey Young scored 22. Hawks uh, destroyed the Magic 130-109. Yeah, blowout city in yep. this one. The Hawks led by 20 at half. Uh, they hit 13 of 19 threes in the first half and then hit another five in the second half, and really that's the game. So the Hawks head into the break. In 10th place in the Eastern Conference on a two-game win patch, which comes after losing five of seven. (laughs) 
which comes after a seven-game win streak, which comes after a five-game losing streak. <laughs> it's a roller coaster season. Their second-half goal is to treat the second half of the season like they did last year and literally find some consistency, play some defense. They didn't really need it last night. They just hit a bunch of threes, and the Magic couldn't keep up. Uh, the other interesting thing here, Lou Williams set an NBA record for most games off the bench. His 985th Whoa. game in which he came off the bench, breaking a tie with... Ooh. Jamal Crawford? Mm, no, you would think. You mm. would think. Off but this man bench. makes a bunch of three-pointers, but he's not even the second-best three-point shooter in his family. Oh. Seth Curry. No. Del Curry. Oh, yeah, Del. I was going to say. Del Curry. <laughs> so Nate McMillan said, wow. Lou's been the best sixth man of the... Or he's been the sixth man of the year a few times. They need to probably name that award after mm. Lou Williams. Mm-hmm. You think they needed to name that award after Lou Williams? No, we don't. <laughs> the no. Lou Williams Sixth Man of the Year Award? Not when he's tied with uh, Jamal Crawford as well with three. Each. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, wins, I mean, but he is saying he is the all-time guy oh, the all-time. He, yeah. He's come off the bench more than anybody else. He's yeah. won Sixth Man of the Year more than anybody else except mm. for Jamal Crawford. <laughs> so let's name the award after him. <laughs> uh, uh, Feels like we're going to name awards after people. Now. Yeah, yeah. We That'd got be a that. fun uh, podcast where we come up with the the name of the player mm. that we would name each award after. That's not bad. Yeah. So yeah. we've got uh, Bill Russell Finals MVP. Yeah, yeah. We've got Kobe Bryant All Star Game MVP. Yeah. Yeah. That's we, it right now. Right. Uh, Twyman we, Stokes <laughs> teammates. Mm. True. True. Good technicality. Um, so we need what? We oh, need we an need, MVP. Most mm. improved would be weird. We need somebody <laughs> to win it twice. We well, need yeah. Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Improved the most that year. Giannis. <laughs> yeah. The Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo most improved. Didn't Giannis go from most improved to MVP? So he sort of improved on his improvement. <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah. Sure. I like that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So all right. Well, uh, hey, somebody write that in our Slack channel so we can do <laughs> yeah, that. That's a brainstorm. Uh, anything else from that from the Hawks victory there over the Magic? No, sir. No, okay. Uh, finally, then, for Eastern Conference wins, we will get to the Western Conference games. You know, LeBron and the Blazers continuing to win. We'll do that after the break. But the Pacers snapped a seven-game losing streak by beating the Wizards, who are a garbage basketball team, 113-108. to 108. And you already slipped it in there, uh, Tass, when we were talking about the Bulls. Two former Kings balled out in this one. Tyrese Halliburton, who's putting up some monster numbers here for Indiana. Uh, he had 21-14. and 14. And then Tristan Thompson, season-high 17 points. In his final game with Indiana and uh, Rick Carlisle after the game, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> uh, he said, I don't mind announcing that because it's a rare chance when you get to thank a guy in front of his teammates that he played very, very big tonight. And as we said, he is now uh, expected to join the Chicago Bulls after they wave somebody. So there you go. Yeah. And Tristan Thompson had a social media post thanking Indiana for yeah. his time. How many games did he play? Three? Three? Yeah. yeah. Three it's four. weird. I've never really heard a coach say he's going to the next team, though. That doesn't usually yeah. happen like that. Yeah. It's like, we, you know, if they wave him, then it's like, good luck on your next and, endeavor or whatever. And Billy Donovan couldn't even comment on yeah. Tristan Thompson coming. Like, I don't know if that legally he couldn't because it's not official. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Even Rick Carlisle was like trying to be cagey about it. He's like, they're go. He's going to a team a little farther up north. Starts with a C, ends with an O. <laughs> then he talked for like another thirty seconds, and then he's like. It's Chicago. If you didn't get it. <laughs> Killed it, Ricky. Killed Thanks, it. Rick. Everybody wants to be a newsbreaker. Everybody does. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, Lee broke the Josh Giddy news at the yeah. draft. Yeah. You, you love breaking slam dunk contests. Yeah, news. every once in a while. Can't wait for this weekend. What are you, what are you hearing? 
<laughs> I'll get back to you. Let, okay. let me uh, let me do some searching here. Uh, and just uh, Indiana destroyed the uh, the Wizards in the paint. They scored seventy four points in the paint. You are not going to win many basketball games, and they were in it. I mean, they had a chance, but uh, it's uh, a bad loss for Washington. But their seasons yeah. sort of spiraling out. Of you know that here. meme of someone drawing a horse where it's really really beautiful. <laughs> yes. That is just like a, I love that. Meme. That's the wizard season. You know? Yeah, beautiful looking horse. <laughs> yeah. And now it's just like get done. Garbage. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the Western Conference. Big games from last night. Some beauties. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, still here in the Classic Factory. We've talked about the big Eastern Conference wins. Let's get to the West. But before we do, Lee, I'm going to need an update when it comes to trying to hit 50,000 subs on YouTube. According to my sources, our YouTube channel, channel 39 <laughs> uh, subscribers away from the big five zero. Looking Ooh. for 39 heroes out there <laughs> That's today. That's right. Are we going to do it during this show? Yes. Lock it in? Lock it in. All right. All right. Hopefully we'll get there by the end of the show. Oh, JD's on it. We might have to be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We can just keep Stretch going. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Okay. Uh, let's get to those Western Conference games. Some good ones last night. Some great endings. Uh, we'll start with LeBron fueling the Lakers. A little fourth quarter rally there over the Jazz, 106-101. Throwback sort of performance there from LeBron where it's just like Anthony Davis was down. It's like, I need desperately to get a win against the good team. And he went out, scored 15 of his 33 and hit some deep LeBron daggers over the defense there. Rudy was out on him. Rudy was playing decent defense. A double came. LeBron just bang, knocks in a three. He had a thunderous dunk down the lane as well. Nice pass from Westbrook. There. Yeah, very nice. Nice from Westbrook can make these high percentage plays at times. And there was times as well, Westbrook had that little uh, opportunity to shoot that banker that's been an absolute <laughs> t- disaster for him this season, and he didn't. Yeah. So he's maybe showing some growth here. But ultimately, this comes down to the fact Lakers were down 12 in the fourth and looked like the Jazz, who have been playing much better at full strength, were going to get this win. And it was just a, a LeBron takeover game, and he was jacked. Did you see him celebrating? Like, yeah. the emotion like that. You don't see so much of that from LeBron. He said he was inspired because Aaron Donald was on the sidelines 
defensive football player for the Rams. <laughs> defensive football right? player. <laughs> but but the reason sports. I bring him up is because there's a very famous cricketer called Alan Donald. So oh, every time I see oh. Aaron I was Donald, wondering why you said it. Yeah, why did I'm you like, put the emphasis yeah. on Aaron? <laughs> because for those I'm out like, there who know Alan. Yeah. Got I'm like, don't tell me White Lightning was sitting on the courtside and uh, Staples there. And, Alan uh, Donald's yeah. nickname was White Lightning. White Lightning, yeah. yeah. For what reason? He was a fast bowler from South yeah, Africa. He was lightning fast, Big Alan. Anyway. But... For the Lakers, you know, going into the break here, they just needed a win. They needed one, and it looked like they At were... what cost, though, Lee Ellis? Well, Anthony yeah, now, Davis, Anthony Davis, that ankle looked bad. Yeah, he rolled his ankle, and he left straight away. X-ray's negative. He's having an MRI today. You know, great for him, but it just sort of feels the same thing with Anthony Davis. As soon as he gets back, he just can't stay healthy, mm-hmm. you know? That's not a knock Sucks. on him. It's just that's just the way it's gone for him recently. So he will be loving the All-Star break now. He gets a minimum of one week off, uh, but he may not be back for a couple just based yeah. on the way that you could see it and they even said on the call I think it was Mark Jones like his ankle yeah. was touching it the ground floor yeah. it's gross yeah Ugh. so uh, yeah anyway Lakers good win good win despite losing AD who was playing great mm. uh, until he went down there 17 points in 17 minutes yeah but great news that the x-rays are negative after the game yeah TBD how long that it is uh, an absence I guess he's got a week off here uh, b- before the game start up again that being said, I think they won because they went centerless in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. uh, against Rudy Gobert. LeBron playing center, uh, and that's that's why they went five fifteen left in the game. They're down seven. Don't play uh, a center the rest of the game. They win it twenty one nine the rest of the game. Same thing happened uh, pretty recently. Lakers Jazz uh, fourth quarter. Jazz have Gobert on the floor. They go the Lakers go to LeBron at the five. They went on a thirteen zero run and outscored the Jazz twenty nine seventeen in the fourth to win it. That works against Rudy sometimes. Rudy's got to dominate on the other end, and he did not do that today. He only got three shots. Yeah, yeah that was, a, that was a, a very, very odd mm. stat there, why he wasn't focused on more. You got you to feed him, Yeah, I think. To, why? Why? Because he can dunk the basketball. Yeah, but He's what got if he high has to make a move shots. beforehand? That's a, that, yeah, that's a problem. Uh, that's a problem, but that's... But yeah, I think the, that's a problem ceiling. with Rudy Gobert. He needs yeah. to be better at like attacking a switch because right now all you have to do to beat the Jazz in the clutch is switch and play defense yeah. against I them know. by switching because Gobert can't do anything uh, unless it's an alley oop and or an offensive rebound. Great stat by Tony Jones at the Athletic. Subscribe at theathletic.com/slash no dunks. Jazz are 0-11 this season when they trail by three or fewer points and there's two minutes left in the game. Wow. They've got Holy terrible crap. crunch time offense because it becomes. Mitchell bail us out yeah. and that's all they've got going for him because everybody else is pretty easily guardable when you're switching and they're not getting that kind of motion going there so I don't know feels like the same thing for the Jazz for the fifth season in a row bail us out Donovan Mitchell he can do it sometimes but mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to do it every time yeah I, I, I their ceiling is way higher if Rudy just tries and it may not work uh, because it hasn't for I think several every years. team is fine though saying yeah. hey, Rudy Gobert's going to beat us in the post we'll take that 100% yeah. Yeah. 100% and that's that's definitely what the Lakers did last night and uh, I got to give this shout out to Stat Muse for my stat musing there <laughs> uh, did LeBron go to the uh, Rams parade did we ever get I don't an think there's that? like 10 people at that parade <laughs> yeah, that's right that's you would have seen him if he was there <laughs> okay guess not he wasn't in it or he wasn't at it All right. I can't believe Aaron Donald went to the game after the Super Bowl parade yeah it's just riding that high I guess yeah I, I know. I'm just saying I would have picked something else to do. <laughs> well, he got Angeles. a great game. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He could have chosen to do anything else. Matt Stafford wasn't sitting there. 
Matt Stafford was probably asleep by that point. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, does, I don't know. Does Aaron Donald drink? I don't know. I didn't see I don't him know. But he got away. his first championship of his career. Yeah. He should have been partying harder. Taking a little champagne down mm. for sure. I know uh, people saying that Matt Stafford, whoa, he was hammered giving his speech. He had a sip of tequila. It was a sip. It wasn't an ounce. If I you mean, think that's hammered, come hang out with us on <laughs> Saturday night when I'm putting back some Guinness here watching the All-Star Saturday Night Festival. Saturday night, night, there will be at least a sip. There will be at least a yeah, Matthew S- yeah. Stafford sip. But, uh, yeah, people claim it like he chugged the whole bottle. Not like Marcus All, who did actually neck oh, a bottle of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Blazers. Oh, my God. Break up the Blazers. What the hell? They overcome John Morant's 44 points. Monster game from him as they beat the Grizzlies 123-119 to in Memphis. And, uh, yeah, they keep stringing together these victories. But this was definitely their best win of this run post-trade deadline. Four straight after trading C.J. McCollum and Norman Powell. The teardown began, uh, <laughs> but this was the best one. Going into Memphis where John Morant put up 44, tying his career high, 44. Mm. He went to the line 25 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 11 assists, too. Yeah. How do they lose? With Desmond Bain beside him dropping 30. How do they lose that game? Because the Blazers can score. Uh, if you watch Anthony Simons at the end of this game, when he sealed it, it was a sidestep three. Oh, that was dirty. It was, hard, it was hard not to think of Damian <laughs> yeah. Lillard uh, yeah. uh, with the exact same form where he learned that thing, where yeah. he's tra- been training th- for three seasons behind Damian Lillard. And uh, he got help. Josh Hart, who came over from New Orleans, 22. Uh, and Yusuf Nurkic, who was able to take it into the middle against Stevie Adams, had 32. So they can score. They can outscore teams, that's for sure. And they've got these wings uh, now with Josh Hart and Justice Winslow, who are energetic young guys who play D. Uh, Josh Hart, you can't underestimate what he gives to a team in this role. And then Justice Winslow, who uh, I love. I love me some Justice Winslow. Uh, The Grizzlies themselves uh, didn't sign Winslow this past offseason after a 26-game trial with the Grizzlies last year. Uh, because I've always been infatuated uh, with Justice Winslow ever since he came on our show and we asked him whether or not he bunches or folds his toilet paper. I, I love Justice Winslow. I don't even know what he answered. But uh, uh, I tweeted during the game, if Justice Winslow finds a home here with the Portland Trail Blazers, I take back everything I said about the Blazers uh, last week. And then he ran to the tunnel after the game. He screamed at the crowd, you didn't want me here. Basically, he's telling the truth. They didn't want him there. Oh, the Grizzlies fans. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I case. forgot it wasn't important yeah, for a second. <laughs> and Casey Holdall reported that, sitting there courtside, that they didn't want him there. It's true. And then he got to the post-game uh, media press conference, and he said, quote, Look, I found a home. I don't want to go anywhere. I love it here. Uh, and it's been four games. But he really <laughs> enjoys it. He enjoys the walks in nature, he said. He likes it. He, li- he, he, he went on to say, we're really, really young. Anthony Simons is in its third year. Let's build this thing. He's just he's loving this four game run that they're on. Why the hell wouldn't he? Yeah, and because he's playing a role. And he started his career in Miami, where it seems like eons ago, before the whole Jimmy Butler thing, that he was he was their piece. He was uh, a guy who could play defense. Their Swiss Army knife. Then he got hurt, uh, and now he's doing the same things. He's scoring a little bit. He's not a, he's not a number one scorer by any means, but he can play D. Uh, and switch everywhere, and him and Josh Hart really work well together if Anthony Simons is going to be dropping 30. And that's the big thing. Anthony Simons is looking like an all-star. I mean, that's He's simple as that. Incredible. Uh, it's, and, it's, and it's getting – the span isn't just a 
Yeah, it's 23 five, games, games now, basically oh, yeah. since the, the calendar turned. Is he going to like try and pop his head into the uh, most improved uh, discussion here? Is it possible for him? Oh, or a little too late. Well, it's probably a little too late, yeah, but if be. he can keep it up, he, he might get a bit more buzz around him. But yeah. yeah, I mean, this is apparently what we're hearing out of Portland is that they that's the guy they want to make as the, you know their future sort of not necessarily build around, but he's the one they're going to look towards now. So this is all makes it very interesting to see what they do decide to do with Lillard. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like this is awesome from him, but mm. if we're, Lillard were to come back, like you know he's not, but if he were to come back next week, Trey, it's like you know does that not? Take the ball out of Simmons, you know Simon's hands and stuff like that. Not Simmons. I always want to. I can't mm-hmm. say Simmons. I know. I know. Simons. I know. Uh, you know, can that work with the two of them? That's the problem to me, especially defensively. That's a you're giving up a whole lot. If only there was like years of evidence. <laughs> <laughs> can a Blazers team built around Damian Lillard and another guard, smallish guard at that, really succeed? Yeah, yeah. Can they? Only one way to find out. Run it back Yay! once again. Uh, I don't know. Encouraging stuff for the Blazers and honestly encouraging stuff if you're the Grizzlies as well because this is their worst defensive game uh, since November when they weren't really a great defensive team. They turned it around since then. So this to me says we looked at the Blazers and thought we were going to win this one playing offense. That's how you know you've become a great team when you overlook the good team. So shout out to the Grizzlies. <sighs> Breaking news. Oh, Breaking we did news. It, baby. Wow. I was... We've done it. Hey! We've done it. Here we go. 50,000 subs. 50,000. Okay, now we need people to unsubscribe so we can do this all again on Saturday night. We're live from the launch party. Thank you to everybody that subscribed. There you go. I was just just screen grabbing 49,999. Oh, that was good. Who was the final one? Who just subscribed? Leave your name in the stream team. <laughs> we'll get you something. I'm sure that'll go swimmingly. All right, well, thank you to everybody that subscribed to No Dunks on YouTube. And uh, so now what's the next goal? We got Chase Kenny Beecham, right? King of the fourth oh, quarter. Kenny, yeah, oh. he must be 1.3 or something. He's got like eight channels that are like yeah, plus a billion, yeah, I feel like. Yeah. All right, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Everybody in the stream team, Lee, is saying it's time for you to sing a ball uh, hoop oh, with no yeah, net. That's right. <laughs> now that we've oh, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. So you're, you're Slim Dusty? Was <laughs> yeah, that his name? That's right, yeah. You yeah. were going to do a Slim Dusty uh, <laughs> version? Or? Uh, yeah, I did, yeah, what did I do that for? I, I, uh, that, was, that was years ago. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Um, I can't remember what triggered that, but I've got the lyrics still here okay why don't you maybe save this for saturday okay night? then sure that'd be nice sure. save it for saturday okay. i love it get you a cowboy hat or something like that <laughs> did dusty wear a cowboy hat he must have yeah yeah slim dusty yeah i call him dusty yeah. <laughs> mr dusty please show him some respect uh okay some more games that's great Fifty thousand subs we love it uh monte morris nailed a game winning buzzer beater to stun the Warriors last night. I can't believe the Nuggets pulled out this uh, victory. They were down like seven points with like 90 yes. seconds or something to go. They basically were down until 15 seconds to go when they got the lead. And then Steph Curry went down the other way, right. got an and one, put the Warriors up two. looked like the Warriors would probably be safe from there. And then Steph Curry fell asleep on the defensive end to allow Monte Morris to get that shot. Nikola Jokic had the ball, goes into the all, paint. All eyes on the Joker, yeah. though. My well, God. but Steph was in no man's land. Yeah, he was. He was kind of like half doubling, but then kind of gambling that Monte Morris wouldn't get it. Nikola Jokic made a great pass, and it was a great shot. I mean, Steph closed out, but in the NBA, those guys get that shot off too quick. It's not like a, a Wednesday night run at the, uh, <laughs> at the Y where, you know. But... Anyway, 
anyway, um, and after the game, uh, some deserved criticism, I think, of Steph and of Steve Kerr because uh, Steph didn't even really have to be on the court for that possession. Gary Payton could have been and wasn't, had a great game, had six steals, is obviously a more uh, intense defensive player anyway. And Steve Kerr in the past has actually made that switch and he didn't. And he sort of said afterwards, I made the wrong decision. And I think he did. So uh, the Warriors, uh, again, still 42-17. and but struggling a little bit here, playing some uh, some of their uh, you know less convincing basketball of the season right now. They'll still be fine. They'll probably still finish second, especially with the Grizzlies losing last night. Lost a chance to uh, catch up to them there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, great win from the Nuggets here. Oh. Really, what to pull this one off? They were down, as you mentioned, uh, about eight points, I think, with about two minutes to go. Yeah. Just chipped away, chipped away. Got to that chance uh, to give themselves a chance to win, and Monte Morris steps up. Bryn Forbes, Tassas, mate, mm. had a uh, nice 22 <laughs> points friend. too He's off my the bench friend. for them. So, uh, <laughs> Nuggets, great stuff for them. Yeah, Denver, uh, you know, 33 and 25 as we uh, head into the All Star break here. Sixth in the West, and this is without, of course, Jamal Murray, without Michael Porter Jr., and it's all led by Jokic, even that final play. It's like the defense just yeah. collapses on this guy because nobody can stop him. It's 25-15 in his sleep at this point. And then, you know, basically almost 10 assists too. Because he's so comfortable, even if you throw one body at him, he's going to punish you. Even if it's the 48th minute of the game, he's he's definitely got the conditioning to just put a guy into the lane. He put Looney in the bucket like a couple plays prior. Like, Looney's a giant of a man. It was like he was my size. Like, with Jokic just back, I'll just put you in the hoop and then just flipped it over he's got it man yeah, uh, yeah he's definitely uh, improved that part the conditioning part and then yeah he's a threat obviously to pass to everybody on the floor all four guys at any time I just can't wait for Jamal Murray to join this guy uh, he is uh, Jamal Murray is a, a guy who can create a little bit more off the dribble than the guys that they currently have and it's coming it j- sure sounds like Jamal Murray all the talk about was Kawhi coming back uh, what's happening there well, this one with the Nuggets is seems legitimate. Yeah. Zion, is he coming back? This one in Denver where Jamal Murray is going to be the running mate for a guy who, yeah, are sixth in the Western Conference, and this is the best version of Nikola Jokic. doesn't matter if he won MVP last year. He's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he truly yeah. is. He is the threat of all threats. This Western Conference uh, playoff picture is going to be a bloodbath. It would be great if Jamal Murray comes back, and it sure feels like he is. Anything to add to this one? I just love the clutch moments that Jokic is rack- wrapping up so far in this season. I don't think he has a game-winning shot <laughs> this season. I was going back and trying to find like a, a buzzer-beating game-winner. I don't yeah. think he has it, but he's got three game-winning blocks and now two game-winning assists mm. for three-pointers Like at the very last second when it's clear that the defense is saying, you're not beating us right now, Jokic. It's got to be somebody else. So he's still trusting his teammates. He found Aaron Gordon in the corner for the three and then Monte Morris last night. Uh, at the very last second, like he couldn't have passed that yeah. a split yeah. second later, or would have been uh, it would have been too late. But uh, great stuff for Jokic, great stuff for the Nuggets. Hopefully, he gets a game-winning shot as well, so we can have like <laughs> ten game-winning plays, and a couple of them yeah. are actually buckets as well. But Nuggets moved eight. No, with Boogie Cousins in the lineup, hey. the Boogie Nuggets, they're good. There you go. <laughs> the Suns rallied without Chris Paul which we can talk about, uh, and they beat the Rockets for their seventh straight victory, Trey. Yeah, pretty weird one in Phoenix. Chris Paul, like you said, he was ejected in the third quarter for (laughs) bumping a referee. Contact was made, no doubt about it. The Rockets took a lead into the fourth quarter. They actually still had the lead with two minutes remaining. No Chris Paul. 
Thought there was a chance the Suns might actually blow a game in the fourth quarter. Just kidding. <laughs> Suns outscored the Rockets by six in the last two minutes to close things out. There were some dicey moments. I didn't think they looked quite as composed as when Chris Paul is running no, the show, no. but... Mikhail Bridges, I thought, really stepped up with Chris Paul gone. He had 17 points, 7 rebounds. 10 of those came in the 4th. Hit a floater with about a uh, minute 10 left to, to take the lead. And then he had a putback off a uh, Devin Booker miss after nothing was going on for the Suns in that possession. Just enough plays to win, but the most important thing going forward, it's got to be Chris Paul's hand because mm. that was just a weird play. Oh. It eventually led to his, uh, to his ejection. He passed the ball. I don't remember who the defender was. But as he passed the ball, he, like, hit the defender's arm and immediately, like, he was grabbing. Yeah. He was yeah. really upset. The ejection to me was bogus. Like, I understand. He, it's correct by the rules. They made contact, but I didn't feel like Chris Paul was complaining as much as Chris Paul normally does. <laughs> like, he goes way more overboard there. It felt like the ref came into him a little bit. Also, to be fair to the referee... Not a foul. Chris Paul didn't no, get fouled. No, that was the weirdest. It's like, sorry, man, you hurt your hand, but you you literally, like, as passing it, hit the guy. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a foul, no. so I could understand the ref being like, hey, man, hey, easy, buddy. Yeah. yeah. And they bumped, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't a malicious bump. He got ejected. So we'll see what happens with uh, Chris Paul. Chris Haynes reported that he's going to have an MRI on his hand today. Monty Williams said there's no update. Devin Booker said he's fine. Yeah. He'll be in the All Star game, and Mikhail Bridges says I'm praying for him. So like, wow, it's everything. What's going on with, him with his hand? <laughs> Let's wait and see what the doctors say because I don't know. A hand could keep Chris Paul out for a little bit of time sure. if something's actually hurt here. But mm -hmm. there's six and a half games up on the Warriors right now, so at the very least, he's got a a, a little bit of a cushion to to chill if he needs to. On that injury front, real quick here, yeah. the uh, stream team alerting me to some. Potential news on Zion Williamson here. A report mm. uh, yesterday. I, di I didn't see this. Mm. Uh, the New Orleans Times Picayune, Christian Clark reporting that Zion Williamson may need to have a second surgery on mm -hmm. his foot. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. it's I meant a to send that to you, Tass, but I know how excited you were and convinced that Zion <laughs> was coming back. I didn't have it in me to to ruin your day yesterday. Well, I saw that sad. report going around. Uh, yeah. He's not it's, playing. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. But if he needs a second surgery, no, no sir. Right. Right. <laughs> That's unfortunate. What do you think about the whole Chris Paul thing or the Suns' victory here over the Rockets? The the ejection. Um, look, the Chris Paul was. <laughs> walking to where the referee is and the ref kind of turned and I think the ref was like okay you were just doing that on purpose yeah yeah to get ejected for it, it it's tough but it's also like you didn't maybe need to be quite that close to him <laughs> he didn't Don't really make much of a so stink to yeah. me but he just he just he makes it like he puts like you don't just accidentally oh, walk he, he just wants Chris Paul exactly. just wants to go right to he, that exactly, line and then exactly. he, and the ref was just because I, I, the ref was you know making the call and I think he turned and he felt the contact. And he's like, you, you did that on purpose. Get out. It was the equivalent of your two sons. One of them going, I'm not touching yeah, you. Exactly. I'm not exactly. touching you. I'm not touching exactly. you. The other one like reaches out and like, you know, bops him in the head. Yeah. And so you don't want to see him ejected. But it's also like, just don't be a dick. He does that occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He is such an incredible player. And it's so good seeing him still perform at this level. But he does be a dick at times. Okay, I got a weird, uh, let me put on my tinfoil hat here. Conspiracy theory. Chris Paul, such a leader, right? One of the greatest leaders in NBA history. I think we would agree with that. What if he's faking this hand injury, especially the way it happened, <laughs> Trey, like you said. He's passing the ball, mm -hmm. bashes his hand off a guy, and he's like, ah, my hand. Gets tossed. Maybe leans into the injury. This is me saying it's all fake because... He wants Mikhail Bridges selected mm. to the All-Star team. 
Mm. You think he's given up his spot? Yes. Kale Bridges. He's such a leader. He's like, I've played in a million all-star games. I could take the time off. Uh, if I don't have to play because I'm injured, they'll probably just pick Mikhail Bridges. Sons with an unbelievable record here. They're nearly a 50 freaking wins here at the All-Star break. That's my conspiracy. I like it. Yeah. That's good. I like it because Mikhail Bridges definitely would not get picked if, <laughs> yeah. if he's the replacement. <laughs> he wouldn't not. even be the replacement if they were picking from the Suns. Oh. Well, well, what? Aiton. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Think about how many of these prop bets you've lost on Mikael Bridges, my man. <laughs> That's wow. true. He's Aiden before Bridges for sure. Really? Guaranteed. Mm. You watch. You watch. I'm going to talk this one into existence. Mikael Bridges is going to be an all-star here. So don't ruin your days. slam dunk uh, news-breaking news reputation. Yeah. Yeah. At what point, though, does Adam Silver say, all right, I'm not making a replacement. It's too late, you know? Because he's not. I think he has done that in the past. Someone, oh, got, someone pulled out like, too close. Yeah, really? and he was like, "All right, it's too late to get a replacement." They gave Mike Maybe. Conley that bone throw last year, yeah. pretty late. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I uh, think it was a couple of years ago. But anyway, my only final thought from this game: um, it's just so nice to have on your team when you want to win a lot of games. A guy, Lee, you'll like this. That you can just put to the free throw line and say, "Just hit free throws, and mm. we'll win the game." Because Cam Johnson split a pair. This was late. Jay Crowder, I believe, split a pair. It was late. But then, just get the ball to Devin Booker. Uh-huh. They have to foul. And he's just like sort of money usually. Like, you know, of course, every guy misses one or two here or there. Yeah. But he's like an 85, 86% free throw shooter. He's not afraid of the moment as long as there's no mascot distracting him. <laughs> and just like it's such a luxury. And you could add Chris Paul when he plays. Yeah. You know, same thing. It's like, get the ball to that guy. He's going to get wrapped up. And more times than not, he's just going to splash mm. two free throws. And they're not going to hit rim, and you're going to go home happy. It's funny you bring that up. I meant to bring up in the Warriors game, actually, Kevon Looney was hacked a That's couple of right. times. And then Nikola Jokic made a pretty smart hacker move with under two minutes to go that wasn't a, couldn't be called a hacker because he was in the play. But <laughs> right. he still hacked him, and he missed both free throws. So uh, that was very, very clever. Underrated play there. Mm. Nice. Smart thinking. Though. Yeah. Uh, final game. Wow, we did it, guys. Keldon Johnson scored 22 as the Spurs topped the Thunder 114-106. I got three notes from this. First off, your boy Josh oh, Giddey, yeah. the flowing locks. Third straight triple-double in the loss. Okay. Thunder fans don't care. They want entertaining games, and they want their young guys to put up stats, and they want to lose these games because they're obviously still looking for another good draft pick. 17 points, so 10 boards, 10 assists for uh, Giddy. Yes. The Thunder says he's the first rookie since Oscar Robertson during the 60-61 season <laughs> to record at least three straight triple doubles. We've had Wilt Chamberlain uh, I comparisons, know. now Oscar Robertson comparisons. It's crazy. What a great morning it is. We got 50,000. It's, it's a big day. It's a big day for us. Um <laughs> Keldon Johnson, nice game. I said 22. He's averaging 19 and 5 over his last 10 or 11, shooting 47% from the floor, 39% from distance on a decent amount of attempts. He never turns the ball over. I only bring that up because I feel like we haven't talked a lot about Keldon Johnson this year. It's all, and rightfully so, DeJounte Murray, DeJounte Murray, DeJounte Murray. But here's Keldon Johnson, Mm -hmm. you know, having played on Team USA, you know, getting it going here. So I'm liking that. And then finally, with his 1,333rd career victory Greg Popovich he broke a tie with Hall of Famer Lenny Wilkins to claim sole possession of number two spot on the all-time NBA coaching wins so three more three more wins here for the Spurs and Pop will be alone at the top Mm -hmm. Um, Don Nelson currently holds the record but I remember at the start of the season in the playoff preview shows we were like are they going to is Pop and the Spurs are they going to win enough games this season to do it so it's it's only a matter of time I looked at their schedule when he could do this 
Next three games after the All-Star break, they're all on the road. JD, what the hell's going on over there? <laughs> I've lost control. Yeah, you I've are literally it. like, Completely I'm watching out of the control. corner of my eye, and you're zooming on everyone except it's me. too many buttons. Okay. Uh, you know, he knows Lee loves Popovich stat. Yeah. You know, he's getting ready to see Lee's reaction. Okay, go exactly. to him. Exactly. Oh. So, so the three games uh, after the All-Star break, they're still on this long road trip. Uh, at Washington, at Miami, and then at Memphis. Mm, I mean... Yeah, maybe not, they win gonna, one, yeah, maybe win two, but yeah. more likely one. He then won, they then sorry. they host the Kings on March third. Then they got to fly all the way back to Charlotte for one game on the road on March fifth, and after that they got a seven game homestand. Mm. So that's when I believe it's going to happen. Uh, maybe in the first or second game of that very long homestand there in whatever sort of earlyish March. Yeah, they they want to do it in San Antonio. I think. <laughs> they want to yeah, do it. You'll yeah. throw games on the road yeah. to make it happen. I can already home. see the headline: Top of the Pops. Yeah, that's good. You want to call the thumbnail that now? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Okay. You don't think pop on top? <laughs> top of the pops. That's pop good. Pop on top. I mean, no, pop top. on pop. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anything else? <laughs> Any other headline suggestions? For oh, no, I got nothing. I mean, oh. No, you guys hit it. Okay. We don't have to keep going further. I think those were good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just credit to the Thunder have made it an entertaining season for themselves. Yeah. I mean, they lost by 73 points earlier in the season. Remember that? Oh, yeah, you guys said the sky was falling. It was. They've turned it around game. since then. Their ass is kicked. What, what do you want? Well, I want them to try. The, the players that they have uh, put together are obviously – playing above their heads. I mean, not playing above their heads. Are, are achieving more than we expected them to. Josh Giddy, no one expected him to be this good, mm-hmm. this early. So they are doing exactly what Thunder fans want. Making respectable losses happen. Uh, that's that's what they want. We just we glossed over what the Rockets did against the Suns. They had an incredible game to take the Suns down to the wire. Yep. This team was even more discombobulated earlier this season. Uh, people wondering what the hell is going on with Kevin Porter Jr. and the, the blow-ups and Christian Wood and, and things are just going to go awry. I mean, they, they fought. They like each other there. Uh, they continue to have great, respectable losses. They want to have their draft pick too. So those two teams, uh, it's a good, crappy season for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. We just touched on all 11 games from last night, but there's one more game still to talk about, mm. and we'll get to that after this break. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. 
Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. We never got the um, ending to that story. Did you find a pair of fantastic rubber gloves? I did. Or dishwashing gloves, as you call them? (laughs) Yes, I did. Washing up gloves. Uh, Washing up gloves. Yeah, two for one. Two for one, I got so a bogo, <laughs> if you like. It's good you got two gloves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to just wash with one hand. Well, you know, be because then you, then you sort of use them for then when you're cleaning, like, the bathrooms and things like that. So, you know, you still use the gloves there. You don't want all those chemicals on your hands. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet ah. Trey Kirby tweeted tonight, my man. Yeah, it's an Instagram. All right. Yeah. Come to <laughs> Social media event of the night. Uh, yeah, yeah this was, a, yeah. was an event. I'm glad we got to 50,000 subscribers. And Skeets, I'm glad you said you wanted to go under 50,000 because this might do it. Oh. It's the No Dunks boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Playing pickup basketball together. Yeah. First time on the court in... As a as a foursome in wow at least a couple of years yeah, yeah it's at been least a two years maybe yeah. three so there's the four of us and Kelvin <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin really wanted in this photo that was my favorite part yeah that's the guy that dove on my head two weeks ago <laughs> oh wow so Lee 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 photo directed this uh, this is Instagram us looking cool and tough as he said yeah but this is reality us yeah. <laughs> yeah. cooked in the lane. <laughs> Yeah. That was reality by the end of the night. Oh, yeah. The boys were tired. The boys yeah. were tired. A couple of things surprised me last night. Yeah. Lee and Tash showing up wearing the same headwear. Yeah. yeah this <laughs> that was a shocker. We should have led the show with this. This is more important than DeMar DeRozan. We read the same Amazon reviews. For yeah. Well, Boko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a surprise to see you both rocking. Like, I don't know. It's... Uh, it's almost like a tennis headband. Yeah, think, yeah big time. Right? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Well, like they're versatile. Soft... You can make them thinner, uh, but yeah. you can spread them out. I actually thought you both looked cool, so props yeah. to you on both of that. <laughs> I'll also great. say surprising uh, Lee, very chatty on the court last night. This man was calling out defensive coverages. Oh, you know why? Yeah. Do you know why? He didn't have his mouth guard in. Oh. That's why. Yeah. He doesn't say a peep when he's got the mouth guard in because he can't. Well, and I did try to – I had the mouth guard, but I haven't used it for so long. I put it in and it was a little bit wonky. Oh, so I put I it back in the boiling water last night to try to like loosen it up, put it back in, couldn't quite get the fix right. So I Do you it use out. your rubber gloves when no, you're doing this? No, but I went oh. to Amazon to uh, look, so I've ordered a new one. It's coming soon. <laughs> yeah, that's the last <laughs> we'll hear on Mark of Defensive Yeah, hopefully it should but... be there from, uh, for next Wednesday night. But 
wasn't it just great to be out on the court again? Great. I mean, I think that was, was also great, part man. of it. Like, it was an honor to switch every ah, possession. Yeah. To. That's yeah. all he kept saying. Switch, switch. switch. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. He was even calling offensive calls, though. Trey was kind of trapped in the corner, and I was not really coming to the ball. He's like, Tessie, go get it. Go get it. Go get that ball. Oh, and, and my favorite part of the night, stealing rebounds from Trey Kirby. Oh, unbelievable stuff. You were uh, Russell Westbrook on the boards last night, taking away Stephen Adams' boards. I loved it. I, I'm just saying, I have, having not played, you miss it so much. Like, give yeah. me that. I, I need yeah. to feel that leather. You yeah. know, you played the best out of the four of us. I'd say you jumper was falling last I night. I thought, for you. Uh, you know, if we were playing again tonight, though, I would have been on the uh, injury reporters' questionable hydration issues. Woke oh. up this morning a little, a little, a little dry, a little dry <laughs> in the old throat, bit of a headache. Oh really? You didn't yeah. drink enough water? Yeah. No, and I was pounding water. Mm. But uh, woke up this morning, I was like, wow, this is like a hangover without. <laughs> Without drinking yeah, alcohol. the hoops hangover. Yeah, yeah. Get you some athletic greens. <laughs> My favorite uh, comment of the night, uh, we ran... We ran some sort of fast break. I just ran to the corner because it was not involving me at all. I was like, I'm not, uh, this play is not for me. <laughs> we scored. <laughs> I think it was you, Skeets, jogging up the court. Nice spacing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get in the way. It didn't get in the way. It's important. Let the guys run the lanes. I was like, that's some good chemistry right there. All right, I'll just trap down to the corner. Yeah, I'm helping out. You guys guys handle (laughs) space over here. Oh, yeah. I I thought we actually, when we played together, the ball was zipping around a bit. Yeah, we lost the first game. game We were up. I got a three splash in my eye by Santos. He was. We outplayed them. The three ball the three ball was has ruined the game. It's ruined the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's ruining the game because we don't shoot any. Yeah. Except for him. <laughs> oh, great to be back out there. Yeah. We'll see you on Wednesday again? Yeah. Oh, I hope so, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. good. I, there was one time I did grab a rebound, and you're like, come on, let's go, let's go. Like, Just let me grab the rebound. Oh, Jesus, I mean, we, you come know, on. Like, I'm seeing the advantage. I know you are. I Ten know steps are, ahead of you. Let's go. It's not, you know, you can't, you can't trigger that fast break like you used to. You know, you just want to keep possession of the ball first. There's two different styles. There was the fast break, and then there was the Calvin, actually, who would get a rebound and say, all right, we're going to check up. He just did. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just I, would not yeah, yeah. dribble the ball yeah. from the other I, side. I love when that starts happening, when people are like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not bringing it up. We'll just check it up up yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, uh, we didn't have a lot of subs last night, so we were getting pretty yeah. tired pretty quickly. So good to be out there. Uh, okay, pick results from last night. Jazz Lakers game. Utah was favored by four and a half. We had a couple of us, Tass and I, going with the Lakers, and of course, they uh, hit the money line for us. So Tass gets a much needed win. He's four and eight. I improved to nine and three. Lee and Trey had the Jazz, so Lee's eight and four, and Trey's five and seven. So Tass one game back here. This is crazy after your brutal start to right. February. You're you're within right. striking distance of this guy. I thought you were trying to lose all these. Yeah, me too. Uh, don't worry, I'll take care of that tonight. Uh, <laughs> I, I went a little crazy tonight. It's a five game schedule. I'm looking forward mm. to the schedule tonight. Actually, 76ers Bucks. The big one yep. on TNT. We're not picking that one, but there's some other good ones. Heat Hornets, two teams you want to watch. Mm. Even the Rockets Clippers, I think it's going to be an evenly matched basketball game. Wizards and Nets, hey, the Nets want to take a three-game win streak into the uh, all-star break here. The last one, the Mavericks and Pelicans. Now, that's the one we're picking. Mavericks coming off a very good win over the Miami Heat. The Pelicans coming off a loss. So the Pelicans are getting two and a half points at home. And you guys taking the Mavs because they're playing so well. All three of you, I'm riding the Pels at home just because to lose by two or less... 
They should bounce back, but who knows? The Mavs are playing so well after the Chris Epps Porzingis trade with the the one game experiment of Dinwiddie and Bertans coming off the bench. They're playing really, right. really well. All right, so Taz taking the Pels got a couple points to play with. Everybody else taking the Mavs to win by three points or more. Let's call it there. One more show this week. But then we got the watch party on Saturday night for the All-Star Night festivities. We'll get that started 10 minutes before, quarter or 15 minutes before 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. But tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, live right back here in the Classic Factory with the Drop Podcast. We got to make some um, All-Star Saturday Night predictions. So we can do that on tomorrow's show. Maybe we'll hit the beach. We'll obviously recap the five games on tonight. Maybe some questions as we head into the All-Star break. Can't wait for that. Email in your questions to nodunks.theathletic.com. Get yourself that athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. And thank you to everybody that did subscribe today. Shout out to all our new subscribers and our OGs. 50,000 subs. You love to see it. We thought we would do it on Saturday night, but instead happens here on a Thursday morning, and we ain't mad at it. Till tomorrow, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and remember, treat every day as if you have 49,999 subscribers. Embrace the day, people.